This season of Your Mum is sponsored by Dots for Spots, the number one selling spot treatment on Amazon. Shah, tell us about your Dots for Spots experience. Hi, Charlotte here, first time Dots for Spots user, long time spot owner. So one night I was minding my own business and I felt a spot coming on. So I popped on a Dot for Spot for the evening. Now, if you've not seen Dots for Spots before, they're basically little clear stickers which you just place over your spot for about six hours. Um, I completely forgot about it, forgot I was wearing it, went to the shops, oops. Um, and lo and behold, before bedtime, um, I took it off and it felt like my skin was on the mend. And it's really unlike traditional spot creams because it feels super gentle and it doesn't leave any sticky mess or make my skin feel tingly and tight. Plus, it's vegan and cruelty-free to boot. You can get Dots of Spots from dotsofspots.com, Amazon and IRL at Urban Outfitters. <laughs> Hi, I'm Keeks. And I'm Charlotte. And this is Your Mum. This is a podcast all about our bonkers boomer mums. Each week we tackle different topics and get their perspective on life as they know it. Welcome to season two. Ah, it's so good to be back. Not much has happened since we've been away. Was, that your, was that your funny thing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Apart from, drumroll please, the pandemic. Which is our topic of today's yes, episode. it is. I was like, what's happening? <laughs> I was looking at Charlotte like, what are you going to say? You don't like it when I'm driving, do you? Um, no, I do. It's just that what Charlotte does is she'll, say, she'll like be like, I'm going to say something funny. And so then I'm like panicking if, if I don't not, laugh. Yeah. Right. So yeah. I think that's what was happening is that I was, I was getting in my head about pure, what you're going to say. Pure fear was in your eyes. Yeah. Well, that's how I, pure fear is how I felt since last March. <laughs> just pure fear. Oh, really? Um... No, do you know, do you know what? Tell We've had some COVID highs and lows, haven't we? And mediums. And just <laughs> pr- pretty much just mundanes. <laughs> Monday days. Yeah, and how has your mum dealt with it all? Mum has been gr- good considering how bad it's been. Um, because, yeah, lots has happened to mum. Lots has happened. Is that mm. good? Is that mm, good? That's not I good English, know, is it? No. A lot has happened to mum. Yeah. <laughs> A lot has happened around me. A lot has happened to oh. mum. <laughs> how's, how's Leslie been? She said it's been the one of the hardest years of her life. Oh, I know. I know. And I was like, what have you learned from the pandemic? Surely there's some um, positives that have come out of this. And she said she's learned to be depressed. And I was like, oh, my God, mum, that's a lot. Oh, Liz, I'm going to give her a hug now, but I can't. And then, don't worry, she, she's then like, you can hear the wine being poured in the background. <laughs> Go there. She's like, oh, you just realise how much you need other people because she's been living by herself. Yeah. And it's, yeah, she's seen Grandad and a couple of friends for walks, but that's been about it. My favourite, one of my favourite memories of us two during the pandemic was when we went on a, a walk to Greenwich and it was um Dennis's birthday and he oh, FaceTimed yeah. you. Oh yeah. And we stood outside Lucian <laughs> police station <laughs> shouting <laughs> into he's, your phone. He's very deaf. Oh my God, was and so was funny. not wearing his hearing aids. He wasn't. Uh, it was so it was so nice to see their faces because I've never met <laughs> Dennis before. I've never met Leslie either, but I've seen her face We'll obviously. do a your granddad podcast. Yeah, I don't have any. <laughs> okay, <but great>. <laughs> It'll be a solo venture for me. <laughs> for you, yeah. Oh, but I'm um, so sad about Leslie, though. How has she been managing her feelings? She, well, I, you know, we've got closer than we've ever got before. I can ring her every day now. That's wicked. And, yeah, I do feel like we're 
I mean, even though we're just chatting shit about what she's having for dinner, which, can I just say, the weirdest things. I'll be like, what are you having for dinner tonight? It always includes onions. And then <laughs> it'll be something before. like, it's so bizarre. And then it, this one really took the biscuit. Uh, curried tuna. Oh. Do you know what? Is, what, is so that I'm in a tin? Is that pre-prepared? Is she doing that? Is that? Why is she doing that to tuna? Don't. <gasps> Dick how, around with tuna. How do you do that, though? How do you curry oh, a tuna? I don't know. I think she was just like, oh, I thought it might be a bit like salmon, and I quite like curry and Very salmon. different textures. So different. It's just like, imagine this curry with bits of tuna floating in it. It's not I on. mean, I like a fish curry. And a poppadom. It's, it's just you use white fish for it. Anyway, so that has been... And a poppadom. And a poppadom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Top it off. Top it off. Just so disrespectful <laughs> of, that, of, of the Asian culture. <laughs> Honestly, I'm so embarrassed of her. Oh. But how how has your mum been? And yeah, it's been a tough year. Tell us more. Yeah, so when I talked to mum about this, because I was kind of apprehensive because I knew that it's been a tough year for her. Um, And she was like, well, we started off... She really went back to last March. <laughs> she was like, we started off the pandemic <laughs> celebrating Uncle Leo's birthday. And I was oh like, God. oh my gosh, I actually do remember that. Yeah. That was the last family thing we did before the pandemic it was on the 15th of march oh my gosh. so it was you around in there. yeah but it was just before the lockdown and then only like six days later uncle leo went into hospital um and they said that he had covid and he was put on a covid ward and i think at that point it was still like yeah it's covid but it wasn't like this is a huge pandemic mm-hmm. it was more like you know, like um, Vanessa Hudgens video, like, people are going to die, you know? Oh, I'm afraid I don't. Do you I'll not have to, oh, no. She was like... I don't even think I know. It's, like it's terrible, not that I don't remember. But, like, inevitable? Like, what is? That's what, about the she pandemic. She was saying that about the pandemic? Yeah, she was like, till July, <gasps> that's bullshit. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> people are going to die. <gasps> that was her thing. Oh, my God, I didn't know this. Yeah, she, she got... She didn't get cancelled, but she yeah. got, obviously, a lot of shit for it. But I think that was the time when it, people were still feeling like that about it. Okay. Like it, okay, we'll go into one lockdown and then it'll be fine. Yeah. So Here I remember going into the Lucian Hospital, which was the first hospital that had a COVID case in, in London. Oh. In London. Okay. Um. And that's where Uncle Leo was. And then I put on, like, my hazmat suit and went into the ward and saw him and stuff. And then he got discharged because they said he was COVID-free. But because Mm. of the impact, he's 95, so the impact it had on his um, organs, it shut them all down. Mm. And he passed away in April. And I think for my mum, that was the... that it was a turning point in her life, if I'm being honest, because she spent so much of her time dedicated to looking after Uncle Leo, even though he was completely um, capable in most ways of looking after himself. He lived by himself. Mm. He like went to the shops and stuff. Um, she was very much, you know, made sure that he was around family. He'd be at every event. I lived with him, obviously, yeah. for... For a few and years. And she was his fr- like friend as well. Yeah, and, like, and because God, my yeah. mum doesn't have any parents left as well, she he was kind of like her version mm-hmm. of a dad as well that she, she looked after. So I think that really, really had a big impact because she then lost someone to look after. Yeah. Um, And I think it's taken her a while to kind of probably process that. And then because of the fact that she's such a sociable person, we're always having parties, she's always got family around and stuff then not having anyone else around, I think, had an impact. And if I'm being honest, I do think that's probably a lot of the reason why she had her stroke is because her body 
wasn't used to yeah. being in the situation it was. Um, kind of like, you know, when you have like a massage and it says it takes out it really, all your toxins. toxins. Yeah, yeah, and if you do yoga, then you're ill the next day. Exactly. That's where <laughs> so I think, I think <laughs> for sure. This COVID, do yoga, get ill. Yeah, no, genuinely, because it releases all the, all the shit. shit. But um, yeah, so I think for my mum, she was saying that that's the impact it's had the biggest impact it's had is obviously losing uncle and then from that a lot of stuff has you know come about Mm. and do you keep in contact with your mum every day you kind of did anyway didn't you yeah I did anyway yeah I like it don't to me it's not even about being close because I know that people don't necessarily speak to like I don't speak to my dad every day and I love him just as much as my Mm mum but um I think it's it's just something habitually that we've always done. And, um, yeah, so we've just, we've always done that. But I've like, seen her quite a lot. They've been my, my bubble, my mum and dad. So um, that's been nice. They haven't annoyed me. I, I'm sure I've annoyed them. I'm sure. Wow. But they've not annoyed you at all? No. Not at all. You're such a trooper. Which I just feel so lucky that I, yeah. I can go and see them. Oh, I can never feel lucky about my mum. It's really hard. <laughs> I'm just never like... Sure. You know what? I do feel really... Pre- oh, gee. Okay, that's really weird to say. I feel yeah. appreciative of her. Yeah. But like, she'll always find a way to annoy me. Oh, like no with something, She keeps eating on the phone when she's talking to me and you know how that makes me feel. And I've expressed that that makes me feel very angry to her and she won't listen. So what am I going to do? This is not the dilemma section of the <laughs> chat, but I could do with some help. Yeah. Mm, I would say, I, I listened to another podcast where a similar thing was oh. said because she has that Misophonia. thing. Misophonia. Yeah. Mm. And she said her boyfriend does it. He'll come and sit next to her and then eat really loudly. Um, and they said, well, you probably should just leave. <laughs> <laughs> I can't leave my mum. It's yeah. difficult, isn't it? Well, they said you should leave if he's not respecting <laughs> the fact that you have a, an actual disorder. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Um, that's actually, I'm going to say, mum, it's an actual disorder that mm. I've got diagnosed by Google. <laughs> by the guys who fucked podcasts. <laughs> Doctor. Is, yeah. Um, uh, what about, has she seen friends and stuff when you've been able to in the last year yes. and yeah so i don't know anything about morva's friends oh she has can we more she, do you know what my mum's we should do an episode your mom, <gasps> do we have a friend's episode maybe don't know, don't Can't know. Remember. Mm, maybe now <laughs> um morva's yes she she does have friends um <laughs> yes yes she does she have has friends. friends she had like two best friends growing yeah. up and then my auntie florette passed away when i was 18 i want to say and that was her like Best, best, best friend. That's in so the world. nice that it's family too. No, she's not. She was right. A, I just Fine. call her auntie. I see. You see how I could be misled with that. <laughs> Charlotte, you've been my friend for so long. You don't understand that I call everyone older if than me could auntie. Just write me a family tree and then just be like, these are the list of people that are aunties but not aunties. That'd yeah. be really helpful. Okay. Well, do apologise. I will. No, she has. I call them her cruise friends because she met them on a cruise. <laughs> she met them cruising. <laughs> cruising for some D. <laughs> No, you yeah. should met them on a, I think, P&O cruise. <laughs> I don't know, probably quite a lot of D on there too, you yeah, know. It's so. actually a really good place to pick up. Is it? I think, cruises. <laughs> Watch out. According to who, Leslie? Yeah. <laughs> um, no, she's got her cruise friends um, and then she's got my dad's friends' wives and stuff that nice. she's close to. Nice. But do you know what I have found out in this pandemic? Um, oh. That my mum and Carleen, my older sister, are best friends. 
know. Is that nice? How does that make you feel, though? Are you like, right, you're favouring no, Carleen over really everyone mind, else, or is it I'm not like, like that? For Carleen, I'm like, you're, I have other best friends. <laughs> for Carleen, you would feel sorry for. A little bit. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I, I think it's nice, because they oh. do suit each other as best friends. And when, obviously, my mum... I don't know if I've said that my mum had a stroke. I don't think I've said it on this, but um, we'll do it in another episode. <laughs> cover that off. <laughs> we'll cover it off. But um, oh. my sister asked my mum, if you were in a care home and you could only have one visitor out of your children, who would you want it to be? And she said, Carleen. Oh, my job. And I was like, fair. Okay. <laughs> it's your best friend. <laughs> Good luck to the both of you. Yeah, exactly. See ya. <laughs> I'll be with Debbie. <laughs> my non-related friends um does leslie have friends (laughs) little david yes um mostly men and she said she's just valued their friendship throughout the pandemic like so much more and i don't poor little david i don't think he would have got a look in to be honest if it hadn't been the panny dean she'd been flirting no no they're it's, it's platonic but um like they're going oh, for looking walks for and friendship. Stuff. Sorry, yeah. That's that a phrase that I you would that use? Was, no, I would have said you wouldn't have had a look in if it was um Is it? Like, flirty, like dating. Oh gosh, okay. I've been using that wrong my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, they're really really lovely and she has just appreciated them so much more and grown closer to granddad. That's and she sweet. said something very sweet about um she was like, I've become much more closer to granddad and, you know, he helps me on down days and I help him and then you help us both. And mm. it's this little, like, circle of, like, helping each other out. That's and so I was sweet. like, oh, Les, thanks. Did your mum talk to Steve? What, like, privately? <laughs> no, Without me? Have a, a relationship with Steve? Your Only boyfriend. when, like, Steve wants something or I, I want something, but I'll go through mum or Steve to get it. Okay. Like, like presents. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think you. they're... Probably their whole history chat is just like, what should you get Charlotte for Christmas? Okay, I'm getting her this. No, she's told me I've got to get her this, so you've got to get her that. Okay, fine, done. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I mean, that's handy. Sometimes I make them go in halves on a big present. I'm like, look, it's this big ticket item, so can you just each give this amount, please? Oh, my god! But make it a surprise. Don't tell me I've got it. Yeah, don't, 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 <laughs> don't ruin, ruin it. it. <laughs> oh, my mum and dad have been really cute, actually, in the pandemic. I don't, because my dad has been furloughed. Um, I think only since January, to be fair. I think he was furloughed. Oh, this year? Wow. Yeah, I think he was furloughed for a bit and then they brought him back and then he was furloughed again in, in January. Um, but I'm just like, you two must love each yeah. other. She and my dad, I've since when, again, talk about the stroke, but when my mum was in hospital, that's when I was like, this is actual true love. Like, this is why I can't mm. settle. This yeah, is, you, you need that. I need... Yeah. Maybe not so much that, because I do think any guy, no matter how much I love them, will annoy me at some point enough that I yeah. don't love them that much. But they never get annoyed, never they, have arguments. Oh, my gosh, they have so many arguments. Bickering rather than blowouts. No, like, arguments, like normal couple arguments, but they spend almost all day, every day together, and they're still completely in love. It's just, Aww. it's very, very cute. That's it's nice. actually sickening. The other day I was there for my dad's birthday, and I'm like, you two, like, Please, get a room. Get a room. Yeah, like they were, you know, when you're like lit, not little, but a teenager, and you like say something like snarky to the boy that you like. My mum and dad were being like that with each other, and I was like, "This is actually disgusting. I'm gonna vomit." <laughs> this is playground behaviour. Grow up, the both of you. Yeah, like oh, 
Oh. Yeah, but it was it was cute but annoying. My mum has definitely felt the lack of a partner during the panny day. Mm. She's just yeah, she talks about it a lot. But then equally she still won't like lower her standards or what she really Sounds wants. Sounds like me. <laughs> oh my god, lots of parallels there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll come yeah. on to it on the dating episode, maybe. Well, how similar I am to this <laughs> Yeah, I've written a whole chart. <laughs> Very- Similarities and differences. And she said, "Yeah, she's always like, yeah, but you've got Steve," and I'm like, "Yeah, I'd rather like I realise she's a massive extrovert as well. That's another key thing about mm. the pandemic." And she was like, "I need people to like vibe Perform off too. and feel." Yeah, <laughs> she need, not me, not me. You looked yeah. at me like like, no, it was like, me, she, like yeah, Leslie does. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And she she was just like, "I've just." kind of lost my sense of self because I've got no one to perform to or talk to yeah. or like I was like yeah that's kind of mad whereas I'm could be very happy not like seeing friends occasionally mm. but most of the time get my energy from myself yeah completely so I spoke to my friend the other day um because we did a Kardashian watch along because the, the final series is out and um I was like, oh, I just had a cocktail in the bath and now I'm ready. And she's got a little boy and she was like, oh, I would literally trade <laughs> lives with you right now. And I was like, yeah, but you've got a loving husband and a child. Like, do you understand how alone I am? And yeah, like, it's so nice to have a cocktail in the bath and I do every day think I'm so lucky. But also, I have no one to love me. So which one do you, <laughs> would you rather <laughs> Which oh my one? god, you it's like my mum's sitting right here at me. She's like, I can't, I don't like cooking for myself because it's just for me. I don't like um yeah. that's why the curried tuna happens, I think. Because yeah. there's no like and then And then like, you have to eat the same thing. I bet she had to eat that for five days, that curry oh, tuna. Probably. <laughs> you imagine? Yeah. She eeks that out. I was genuinely saying to my mum the other day, nothing in this life is built for a single person. Yeah, oh, nothing it's mad. Apart from council tax. That, That's yeah, the only all thing right. That, that they give favors. them that. Yeah, but all the single room supplements, whatever you have to pay on holidays. You can only get chicken yes. breast too. The smallest you can get is two. Oh, that's that is. So you have to freeze one, or you have to cook both and then have chicken two days, two days in a row. So that's annoying. not on. Yeah, I yeah, be fuming. Also, I'm fuming when I just want chick. Like I don't eat chicken, but maybe I do. Um, <laughs> If I don't on the record, buy a I don't eat chicken. <laughs> Off the record, maybe I do sometimes. Um, yeah, if I say, I hate the number two as well. Ugh. I mean, I don't want to do a podcast about numbers, but what's your favourite ne- number? <laughs> numerology. Wait, that's called numerology, isn't it? That's a um. I Maths. didn't know that's. Isn't that, no, I thought that was a religion. That's a religion. Numerology. Yes, it's a religion. Oh my god, what? A hundred percent. What do they do? Whatever numbers they see, that guides. Day. I'm going to look it up online. Live Googling. Yeah. Happening now. Um, if anyone is a numerologist, please do write into the podcast because we'd love to know more about your religion. It says numerology is any belief in the divine or mystical relationship between a number and the one or more coinciding events. That took a long time for me to work out what you coinciding was. Thank you. Um, and it's like, isn't there like a cult based on numerology? What? Yeah. Are we going to have to do Your Mum Does Numerology as an episode? <laughs> my mum will be like, no, that's Juju, I'm not doing it. Um, my favourite number, I think, is... Can I have three? No. That's I've... my favourite number. What, you're saying oh. three numbers or you're saying just the number? You can have the same number as me, I guess. Um, no, my favourite number is nine. 
Because I've got... It's a good one. Because I'm born on the 29th and my birth year is 1991. So the only numbers that take place in my birthday are 2, 1 and 9. <laughs> take place. <laughs> only numbers that feature in my birthday. Yeah. Um, yeah, mine's 3. I like the number 3. So Why? that's it. Um, don't know. I've just always been kind of attracted to it, to be honest. It's just been an instant thing. Um, Got anything else to say about your mum and the pandemic? No, she's very excited, though, for it to be over, of course. <laughs> <laughs> that's her official that, that's statement. That's her official press statement. <laughs> that's her official statement. My mum can't wait. She just yeah. wants to be touched. She has planned. Oh, me and Leslie can touch, can touch each other. <laughs> um, she keeps planning things. Does she? For, yeah, for when it's over. So, for instance, on the 3rd of July, she's booked a haul. Oh, Please tell me. She doesn't know what she's doing with the hall. Oh, my God, brilliant. But she's booked it. I know, she does like booking halls. That is, te- what, 10 days after the yeah. the official God end willing. of lockdown, if it happens. Yeah. And she was like, I just don't... And she's stressed about it. And I'm like, you've done you this sh- to yeah, yourself. Yeah, why have you done that then? Um, so she's like, maybe we'll just do a big karaoke thing or something. Um, she's obviously very keen, was keen for me to do something for my 30th birthday. She was keen for my dad to still have his birthday from last year. Oh. That was booked for this March. So she booked it for this March and she's had to put it off until next January now. But she just keeps booking things. I'm like, OMG, just chill out. They just need something to look forward to. Like, my mum has been obsessed with Drag Race and it's been really nice seeing her discover um, (laughs) LGBTQ plus um, worlds. And we have, like, we talk a lot about Bimini and... Um, Bimini, uh, Bimini's pronoun they, mm-hmm. and it's been so fun. She just goes, she goes through all the pronouns before she reaches they. Oh, <laughs> Every time, Bimini, what are they? Oh, her, he, him. Uh, oh no, they. Oh god. <laughs> um, but we really want to go to. We'll go to a drag show when she comes to London oh, and so big fun. night out, and she's really excited about it. But she... I'm not booking anything. I'm not more of a. I just oh. I can't risk. I've booked my just birthday. Just saying. As we were saying, I'm yeah. gonna walk up here. But um yeah, I'm I feel the same. My sis oh my gosh, before we go, my sister message <laughs> just before I got on the tube to say um she wants to book now that lockdown's easing, um I'd like to book this. It's a link to a colour obstacle course and five K run. Colour. Yeah, so you get sprayed in colour. Oh my god, yeah, done one of them. Yeah. Um, which is normal because you run. None of my family runs. Oh yeah, but it's obstacle course. You just slip slide. Uh, with plus a five K run. Oh, yeah, but just walk. And then That's pay fine. £50 pounds for, oh, the for the pleasure. Oh, for the pleasure, yeah. <laughs> Covered in d- shit. Yeah, no. And I'm like, it was just funny because I was just like, you've not exercised at all. Like, what? Why would you even want something to, to do aim this? for. Yeah, I suppose. But <laughs> your face could not say anything less I, exciting. I'm, just, I'm very annoyed. But, um,. How long have we been talking about? Oh, so I long. Like, <laughs> I feel like we've done I know, I did, sorry, I didn't look on the thing because I was sort of catching up with you and it felt quite nice. It felt really but, nice. Um, How long has it been, Sam? It's, no, a quarter, it's quarter past now, nearly. Probably cut this bit out, I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're going to ask Morves one of our reader questions now. Um, is that okay, Mum? You're live and direct? That's fine. Go for it. <laughs> okay, so this one says... Hey girls, I have a question for the mums. 
My friend has not been taking lockdown 3.0 seriously at all. She keeps meeting up with different men for sex and hanging out in groups with other friends and I don't want to be judgmental, but it's making me look at her negatively even now as lockdown is easing. How can I avoid this affecting our friendship long term? Well, first of all, that is so not good at all. She should sit her down and talk to her, a serious talk. Um, it, it's dangerous what she's doing. Yeah. I am um, meeting up. It's something that, you know, we're not, at the moment, we're not supposed to be having that sort of contact and with different men. No, no, she needs to talk to her, have a serious talk with her. And what would you say if it was your friend? How would you, if you sat, you've just sat her down or maybe on Zoom or something? Mm-hmm. What would you say? I say to this not on. If this is not on. You know that you, you know that it, it's not the. It, it, it's it's very hard because I suppose you're on lockdown and you do you, you know you've got and you've got a sort of certain mm-hmm. appetite. It's going to be difficult. But I would actually have to tell her it, it, it's something she's got to seriously think about. Not only her health, but what's happening. You know what how, what the consequences could be. Okay. She, you know, she, she would understand. Actually, this is a really interesting question for you to answer because, as a, as a former sexual health nurse, what would you be worried about for this? Well, girl's I'm worried friend? about safer sex, number one. Yeah. One of the main things is safer sex, and uh, and, and you know and, and you know health. What, what the consequences are of her doing that? Which is. So, we're talking about covid as well aren't we the virus yeah so we've got that going on plus you know is she having safer sex is it happening but even if she is it's not it's not right (laughs) just just morally yeah okay all right cool i will we'll pass this on to that reader this has been your mum please rate review and subscribe and we'll see you next week Thank you.